Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Believe in yourself, believe in your body Rock, 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 it's the self-esteem party Everyone welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston, and with me, as always, is producer slash husband slash roommate, Norm Sousa. Norm, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? <laughs> Good, thanks. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, we had a, a Halloween blast last night going to a bowling alley. We did not bowl. We played in the arcade. It was Candy's birthday. You got to be feeling a 10 out of 10 after getting third place in that car racing game. Yeah, he was playing uh, cruising something. I don't know if it's World or America. I don't know what the deal is. Whatever but. it was, you were cruising. Yeah, and uh, I don't. we played the Jurassic Park game, and I don't recall the movie murdering this many dinosaurs. Yeah, basically what happens in the Jurassic Park game at the arcade is you shoot all the dinosaurs. I, I shot a couple of soldiers on accident. I got reamed out for that. Yep. And you shoot barrels and they explode to kill the dinosaurs furthermore. And you have grenades. And then they're like, hey, here's these big, like, brontosaurus things here. Shoot them in the neck. And they're not even there to eat you. No. They're looking for plants, trees. They're just lifting to, up backpacks. Yeah, they're looking to say hello to friends. And you're just blasting them in the neck. They're getting blasted. They literally put the target on the neck. It was traumatizing, but what a fun Halloween. Yeah, really fun. Um, we had some candies and treats there. It was good. How else are you doing, Norm? You know, um, yeah, I don't, well, this morning, not great. Yeah, here's the thing. You've got a busy week ahead of you. We know yeah. you are. Your self-esteem is affected by the external environmental factors in your life that surround you. Mm-hmm. And here's what I think is happening. I think you're being overwhelmed right now. Right. I think you're telling yourself you can't do the job that's being asked of you. And I think, as always, you will pull it off and come back next week with a better score. It's why I'm not even asking your score right now. I know it's not the real score. Your score is going to be different next Monday. You know, I just hate new things. <laughs> I hate things that are new. This and is why I, I don't change as I a person. I don't develop. Don't know. I hate go- walking into the un. Uh, most people probably hate going into the unknown, an unknown situation where there's variables and you have to like figure things out on the fly. Yeah, or- there was a whole song about it in Frozen. <clears throat> right. Oh yes, the Frozen Two. Actually, I think yeah. it was Frozen Two. Um, and it's like things that are like, you know, oh, I hate like I'm in this like corporate whole world where they're like, oh, have you not figured that out? It's in the portal or something. And you're like, I don't know about this fucking portal. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, it gets routed through the, um, the new system on the smart sheet or something. And you're like, what is happening here? Do you, when you have stuff like that, does it make you feel dumb? Because that, when it's stuff that I can't figure out or that seems complicated, it makes me feel really dumb and it does lower my self-esteem, like technology or like computer papers. I don't know if it makes me feel <laughs> dumb. It makes me feel left out. It makes oh. me feel like everyone has this, this like, you know, language and system they've been operating in and I'm like just new. Yeah, nobody told you. No, and I don't know what it is. I feel like it's like my my job has been keeping me at arm's length, and I know I've been there for a long time, and I still know nothing. Norm, I've opened my arms to you. I'll be your boss <laughs> if you want a new job. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's yeah. very frustrating to be a part of something, but not a part of something, and you're like, hey, this was your idea for me to come here. Yeah. You, you did this. Not me. I didn't worm my way in. You fucking came to me. And I, I like, you know, I always like pull it back to this like, this like original conversation I had about like what I was brought on to my job now. That's like, whatever you need, we're going to take care of you. And it's like, I am not getting whatever I need. I no. am not being taken care of. I'm very confused and very scared. And that's the kind of vibe <laughs> in our relationship and in the house as well. Like, for example, you like rice. I'm not providing enough rice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's rice. <laughs> Ooh, he still got it. 
But yeah, anyway, the the best I can do is just wander around and be myself, I guess. Yeah, that's Hope the, for the best, best you can do yeah. is wander around. What it's are we, true. What am I supposed to do other than like walk around and make decisions? That's yeah, it. That's nothing. That's that's any job, any life. At some point, like someone can tell you what to do. You still have to decide how to do it, when you're going to do it, in what way you're going to do it. It's like even if you're being told what to do, it is still on you. Mm-hmm. And it's like in this case, you're being told to do things you've never done with no instruction as to how to do it. So no. it's amazing. It says a lot about you. It's why next week you should come at 10 out of 10 because you will pull it off. You will have figured it out on your own, but I know you, you're not going to come in 10 out of 10 because <laughs> then it's going to be something else. <laughs> so I know you, what do you think Norm would give you a 10 out of 10 on the self-esteem party scale? What do you think would be the 10 out of 10? Cause I don't know if we've ever gotten higher than a six. And that, for you, is a 10. I think we hit a 7. Yeah, I don't know. We might have hit a 7 on our wedding day. You know, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really, I really don't know at this point. I think know. it would be just an afternoon with me. Yeah, it certainly would be chiller times. <laughs> I don't know if an afternoon with me is chill, per yeah. se. <laughs> maybe, maybe, if I, maybe if I beat the Jurassic Park video game and shot those necks better. Um, <sighs> you gotta shoot the neck. <laughs> so sorry but when it comes to dinosaurs you've got to shoot the neck <laughs> um but yeah that's it what else is what's going on with you so glad you asked thank you so much i kind of think i need a new purse but i'm trying not to make a big deal out of it <laughs> i just need you know kind of a mid-sized purse but again i'm just not making a big deal out of it and okay. i'm not going to let it affect my self-esteem okay. i'm feeling pretty good i feel like last week i had discussed that i had an upcoming week of shows I had all those shows. Mm-hmm. They all went very well. It was fun to see pals. Mo's show at the Lodge Room was really fun. Oh my God, it was amazing. We had talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Last her week. Comedy, yeah, her comedy special taping for her documentary Dad Jokes. And I hosted it and it was so much fun. And I'm hosting a couple other specials coming up, which is like a new thing for me, a new skill. So speaking of new things and things you don't know how to do, I came away this past week feeling quite confident because I feel like I was presented with some things I didn't, necessarily know how to do or hadn't done before Mm -hmm. and it went great and I felt comfortable doing it so I hope the same happens for you because I do feel pretty good actually I don't you know it's hard when you look down the line and you can't see a lot of like concrete things that you're going to do there's like general things of like that you are doing on your own time but I'm trying not to panic about that because I'm just saying well I also didn't have those things until I had those things you know what I mean I didn't have shows until I was booked for shows. Right, right. So when I looked down the line a month ago, I didn't see any of that. You were being super vague, but then you got super specific. No, I, I got... Was like, I have actually no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Nora, this is why we work. Don't you see? <laughs> you know what you're talking about, and I don't. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> well, I say we get to it. Yeah, sure. We'll keep it a bit of a short intro. I'm looking forward to hearing how your weekend pans out. We went seven and a half minutes, I think. Let's cut some of the fat, shall we? <laughs> hear my everything okay everybody let's get to this week's guest i had a blast with her i went to her house which was fun for me to go to somebody else's house i dropped house. you off you dropped me off thank you so much for the ride i really appreciate it no i was worries. quite I, I didn't feel good that morning not covid i tested but i was feeling like i think too tired i think i just couldn't something's, function because i was too tired something's been going around i don't know if it's the, the weather change i'm feeling a lot of fatigue out of people it could be the weather change, change. About to happen. yeah but i was feeling fatigued and then i turned right around and had such a good time it like completely changed my day and i felt like a million bucks so that's a good you know good rule of thumb sometimes you got to push yourself Sometimes you got to push yourself to do the thing maybe you don't feel like doing and then it actually ends up working out. And I think the fatigue was in my head. So, all right, let's get to it. Mm -hmm. Everybody, please help me welcome my guest, Santina Mua. Oh, shit, I just said it wrong. (laughs) Santina Mua, right after this break. If you know anything about Overtired, you know it's a podcast that covers a range of topics in the most real, raw way possible. Christina Warren... Brett Terpstra, and Jeff Severin's Gunsold chat weekly about tech, TV and movies, ADHD and mental health, and now and then, Taylor Swift. Not really sure about that one and why they do it, but there you go. Overtired has you covered on tech and programming, mental health check-ins and tips, which we love on this podcast, television and media, and so much more. Follow their personal life journey and get great advice and recommendations on tech, mental health, movies, music, so much more from these wizards of the internet. If you add any new podcasts to your must-listen list, this is it. 
Find Overtired wherever you get your podcasts or at OvertiredPod.com. It's a self-esteem party. It's a self-esteem party. Santina, welcome. Thank you. To the Self-Esteem Party podcast. Can I just say, I'm so glad we were finally able to pull this off. Bit of a scheduling conflict. I was a little worried for a hot second there. <laughs> but it worked out. Thank you so much for accommodating me and making my dream oh. of you as a podcast guest come true. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited. It. Uh, I thought you'd never ask. You know what? <laughs> Guess what? How rude of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I should have assured you from day one, no. your time is coming. <laughs> Uh, Santina, let's get right to it. Scale of one to 10 in terms of your self-esteem, self-love, however you want to describe it, how are you feeling? And it's it, today, hourly, yearly, whatever you got. For me, it truly depends on my cycle. Okay. All right. Can we, can you give me a little bit more about that? Well, I just, all right. I guess I'll just get real up close and personal with everybody out the gate. I don't know. I really, my PMS affects me wildly you yes, know like yes. I really feel like sometimes a different person depending on the week not totally but, but enough but enough that I'm like oh all right well I know where I you know the week after my situation <laughs> is the best week I'm gonna have all month you know what I I'm glad you brought that up this is very common I when I was younger my PMS was so bad and unrecognizable because it was two weeks before that I yeah. was just put on this medication by a doctor that I for sure should not have been on. And he was just like, no, this will help um, with, your P with your PMS two weeks before. And it did not work. It totally messed me up. I went off and then everything naturally sorted itself out and then changed again as I got older. So there you go. It's hormones. It's hormones. <laughs> Hormones? That's the bottom line. That's why I'm like, people have stuff. Sometimes it works. People go on birth control. Did not work. I hated it. I think if anything that tries to solve the problem for me makes it a thousand times worse. <laughs> it just does. Well, I mean, yeah, my hormones uh, are, and but some months sometimes are stronger than others. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I'll have a month where I just get one symptom and then I'll have another month where I get a different symptom. And then every few months I get them all, you know, at the same time. And away we go. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what's but the score today if you today, had to say today? Well, today I would say seven. Okay. This is, to me, a seven for me is a good day. It's a good day. It's not the greatest day I've ever had in my no. life, but you're like, it's good. And here's the thing. I'm here in the afternoon. We're <laughs> in the middle of the day. So if it hasn't already gone awry, it probably won't. No, I mean, I do you know. have any plans halloween plans tonight i i hear most parties are happening tonight well actually <laughs> I, went, a... I went last night to a party and my costume oh that's right how was went it over very well so that was a big boost um i it, went, it was good it was fun okay great i uh it was lars and the real girl yes yeah so she in the movie well reverse lars and the pretty real girl, yeah exactly because <laughs> i was alive and i had a blow-up doll uh, ryan gosling with me and um that went well for okay, the people who've seen the movie. Which I knew you know. it was going to go well. It's too <laughs> smart of a costume. Thank you. And it's really taking advantage of somebody looking exactly like you. I mean, because the doll, photo you were, yeah, the photo you were like holding up, it was like, you know what I mean. And I'm sure, did you show the photo? Yes. As yeah. per my suggestion, <laughs> was to tote the photo around the party. <laughs> I did. I had it on my phone. I'm proud of and you. And for anybody who was like, I kind of remember that movie. I showed them the picture and they were like, oh, That's yeah, That's what I mean. Yeah, you yeah. just need, the only thing you could have done in addition to the costume would be print out a full-size poster. Right. And carry that around. Well, I was, and now it's getting complicated. Yeah. You already have the blow-up doll. I was busy. Carrying I was doll. busy. And a joint. <laughs> the bottom line is I was busy. Yes. And that's where I'm going to leave that. <laughs> but that was a good, you know, I got a lot, a lot of nice Instagram validation this morning, which who doesn't okay. want that? So then basically it's like you're kind of, and let me make a bit of a leap here. Did you wake up in a seven from success of last night? Did that help with the mood at all? Or was today just a different thing? You worked your way to a seven. What was it? Well, unfortunately, yeah, I, I have to say that 
outside validation pumps me up. It's I get it. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but it's common. We all have it. Anyone that denies it, unless you are... Listen, if you're 100% off social media and don't perform it in front of audiences and don't get feedback from your work, okay, fine. But <laughs> but if you're a performer like us, like, I need, if someone's not standing behind me clapping, I know. I need something. I, I need know. something. I'm freaking out. I need something. Right. So, yeah. So that was a nice thing to wake up to. Okay. And then tonight I'm doing a show at UCB. That's right. Which is, you know, always a nice confidence booster when you're asked to do a big show a nice uh, a saturday night show yeah. the 8 30 slot okay, that'll be sold out right not bad that'll be so sold that's out. a good little boost i have an audition that's a nice little boost can't go wrong with an opportunity um and i think i'm having a pretty good hair day that's a great you're having boost. a great hair day thank your you. makeup's on point your oh, skin you. looks great thank and listen you. everybody i'm not saying that that's the key to self-esteem but guess what yeah. sometimes looking good helps you know what if it gives you a little if it boosts you up one then it boosts you up one. Get it up there on the scoreboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're feeling good, you're looking good. I did a deep condition this morning. I feel like a million bucks. Great. I don't know how it looks, but I feel great. It looks really good. It looks really uh, beachy. Oh, thank you so much. I was going for beach. Well, I did the deep did condition it. with just my head in a pot of salt. <laughs> <laughs> and I dipped it down and I stayed in it for 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if I was doing salty treatments just by myself in a pot? Why not? Why not? Who's going to stop me? I guess I've done it with my feet. Yeah. Soaked your feet. Not quite in a pot, but might as well have been. Who's watching? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Santino, I'm loving the vibe you're giving out right now. (laughs) Who's watching? You're right. And for those watching, actually, you're the one with the situation, if you don't mind me stealing your word. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Take notes and then Get out of here. Okay, so if you're, <laughs> you're clocking in at a seven today, we'll take it. Okay. We know we've got, let's call it, call it what you want, the situation, a medical ailment, sometimes I would refer to, that affects your mood kind of on the reg from month to month, mm-hmm. not knowing where that's going to be. In terms of, like, your upbringing, yeah. what would you, was there, like, an average number, or was that, like, childhood this, teenage this, was it like for me, it was like huge jumps from childhood mm-hmm. to teenage. It, I mean, and by jumps, I mean fall. Yeah, yeah. Well, this <laughs> you, gets, you know what I mean? This gets interesting because, okay. okay. So for those who don't know, I was in a car accident when I was six years old. So that put me in a wheelchair, yeah. spinal cord injury. And now I use a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So when I went to elementary school, I was the first person that most of the kids had uh, an experience with in a wheelchair. So they had an assembly about me. Oh, wow. I mean, before I got there, they put ramps around the school for me. They had a <gasps> bathroom stall that was just for me. So I felt like a celebrity in wow. elementary school. Oh, my God. Not to mention, little girl in a wheelchair, people fawned over me when I was little. Oh, my God. You're so beautiful. <laughs> You're so smart. Blah, blah, blah. Everywhere I went, people, strangers just, hi, what's your name? Strangers. Oh, wow. Um, and wow. it was a huge self-esteem boost. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to this day, people will tell me from elementary school, I still remember what you were wearing the day you came to school. I mean, it was like a thing. Can okay. I, wait, wait. Where did you grow up? New Jersey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, but wait, like, I, I don't know much about New Jersey, like, in a city part, in suburbs. a rural. Okay, suburbs. Straight up. Okay. Suburbs. Um. Just, you know, a, a trick-or-treating neighborhood, you know, like a 2.5 household kind of place. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that was my my thing when I was in elementary school and I was a star. I just was. Um, and then middle school. Okay. It was like. Argh! That's seven and eight, right? Seventh and eighth grade. Okay. So teenage years. I went K to eight and then high school. Okay, well, yeah, no we had a middle school, 7th and 8th grade, and then high school. And that's when it wasn't uh, cool to be different anymore, remember? Yeah, and yeah. Oh, of course would, I remember, yeah. thank God. You had to all shop at the same store. You had exactly. To go your nails done like, at the same you all place. had to have Parasuco jeans. Yeah, that's okay. right. And, you know, wheelchair wasn't on the list of things we were all supposed to be doing. So okay. all of a sudden... <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> I didn't realize there was a list, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my uh, my apologies, you weren't on it. So I was sorry. not on it, and so I tried to overcompensate by doing things that were on the list, like smoking cigarettes. Oh yeah, or that was on the list, right? <laughs> that was on the list. That, I'm gonna say almost top of the list was was the idea. Of smoking a cigarette and what that said about you. In the 90s, you were not cool if you weren't smoking cigarettes. No, now, straight up. Now I hear from my friends who have kids who are in middle and high school that smoking cigarettes are not cool anymore. Now it's vape. Yes. Otherwise, you're like old fashioned. This is one of the propositions. I, th- I said to you before we started, I'm struggling with voting. <laughs> because this is one of the propositions where it's, um, I don't remember what number it is. Maybe. I don't remember what number it is, 31 or something, where it's like selling flavored vapes because kids are buying it. So it's like to deter children from buying it. Okay. Something along that, something along those lines. So there you go. That's why I think it is. I Supposedly, it's the flavored tobacco that's um, learning them in. And for us, it was the cool factor. It was the cool factor. We <laughs> it was wanted being to be cool. like a camel with those sunglasses on. Yeah, we were ready to hack <laughs> in the terrible flavor and pretend we enjoyed it. <laughs> Exactly. Well, it's like, um, you know, sushi or for my East Coasters, broccoli rob. It's like an acquired taste. And then once you get there, you're like, oh, wait, I love this. And then you can't stop. But, well, I did stop. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. But um, because it's not cool anymore. No, it's not. (laughs) Otherwise, I still would. No, it does. There is something that looks cool for me always about holding a cigarette. You you, you know what's um, cool about holding a cigarette? It indicates that you're on a break. Yeah, right. <laughs> it indicates that you're going, you know what? Give me five to yes. all of society. Yes. And uh, you're turning to your friend to continue a conversation. So guess what, guys? Maybe smoking's making a comeback in I terms of people taking a break. I wish there was something else. Can't we do like a kale cigarette or something? Can't we? <laughs> you know what I mean? If, like, if I don't get we? kale in my break sometime <laughs> soon, guys, we're going to have a big problem. But like a healthy cigarette. Why can't we figure it out? Well... Santina, I think we should stop recording and get to it. (laughs) I think we need to figure this out. (laughs) So, yeah. So, So I overcompensated in my middle and high school years to try to be, you know, what everybody, I thought everyone else wanted me to be. May I ask, how did that work? Yeah, smoking cigarettes, smoking weed. Those things worked. People would be like, you smoke? Whoa. Well, I want to smoke. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to smoke weed with the girl in the wheelchair. Hi, yeah. Like it was like, again, it was like a little bit of a thing. And so I I followed that uh, thread. And then I got to college and then it was – like my peers were adults again. Yeah. Uh, and then, co- and not not just adults, but college adults. So like the most liberal minded sort of adults around. Okay. You know? <laughs> okay. The like, you can be anyone you want to be and I accept you version of adults. Okay. Right? Were you still smoking to be cool at this point? No, now I was smoking because I was addicted. Okay, so this now we're in the addiction. Got it. I mean, once in a blue, a social, social smoker. Listen, this is your twenties. Yeah, it's like your twenties is just being like you're, like you said, open, be who you want to be, and then eventually you're like you're either like, yeah, this is for me, or no, this isn't for me. But guess what? I got it out of my system. See you around. Exactly. 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 And then that was that. And then, um, and then I started pursuing a career in you know act comedy and then how my old are we talking steam went back down to the drain <laughs> um <laughs> i to my i moved. huge trail off santina and then my self-esteem went into the drain <laughs> well i think well because in my 20s i'll say this too let's get real for a second i grew up in jersey then i moved to la do you want to know how much more i got hit on in jersey than la really 98 percent more what's the diff if you, I don't like I said I don't know anything about Jersey. So what's the diff? Uh, I think it's a combination of uh, less PC. Okay. Like guys. Yeah. You know, okay. people being less afraid to just be like, "Hey, looking good today." Okay. You know. Yeah. Call it out and as that, they see it. Right. Yes. Which is problematic, but I love it. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Why are you saying sorry? I don't because I know we're not supposed to love it anymore, but that's what I grew up with and it makes me feel good. And I don't have any problem saying either thank you if I find them attractive or oh, okay, no thank you, or okay. just whatever if I don't. Okay. Listen. I'm good with that. It's you enjoy compliments. Now, here's what I want to know. Would you enjoy them as much if they were said in a different way and less um hollering? Would you enjoy yeah. it the same amount? 
Yeah, I do. Then don't apologize for enjoying compliments. That was how you got it then. So, of course, you're going to like it. Listen, I loved getting catcalled. Of course, I was like, look at me go. And then you realize you're like, oh, people can do it in a different way. And I can enjoy this new way. Now, is that being done necessarily? Probably not in this town. Well, I'll tell you, I thought because I moved here, I moved here like right around before, a little before my 30s. Okay, okay. So I stopped getting... I wasn't getting hit on as much. Okay, yeah. And I just thought, and all right, sucks. well, my ship has sailed. I'm in my 30s now. It's I'm not in my 20s, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I went back to Jersey or New York for different things, most recently this summer. Okay. And I'm st- I got one time I was in Jersey a few weeks uh, in August. I had to tell two guys I have a boyfriend, which I don't, before breakfast. <laughs> One day. Really? Before noon. I was still sipping my first chai of the day. I mean, the, and I had uh, two separate occasions. I have a word before noon. Okay, this that does not happen to me out, out here. I so, have had a number of friends that wanted to move quite simply because of dating. I think my, I, I personally think my husband is out there. I don't even think he's here, which is why I decided I'll, I'll be summering in Jersey from now on. But that's a different story. So I think that the PC of it all is one. And I also think, and no shade to Jersey, because Jersey is very beautiful women, but not as many as Los Angeles. I mean. <laughs> okay. We are drowning not in only, beautiful people we're here. We're <laughs> drowning in beautiful people. And the your average beauty is competing with not like someone who looks like Jessica Alba. F- actually Jessica Alba who could be walking around Target. or Or Cameron Diaz or, you know, Mila Kunis. Or pick your poison, okay? Pick your poison, guys. This is who we're <laughs> directly walking next to down the street sometimes yes yes. so when you're in jersey and you're like it's like you know and you're like maybe an eight or a seven or something (laughs) in la you're a freaking ten and a half eleven i mean they can't even believe their eyes i wonder what i am in toronto not everybody easily a nine to twelve it's a a kind of fun (laughs) i'm gonna say this toronto has more i would say of like a natural look to it because it's not quite the same size of an industry obviously Mm -hmm. and everyone in the industry looks completely different and I always appreciated that about Toronto's I was like you know what you're just seeing people of all different looks and I'm into that well that's the thing not necessarily the best looking person like here it's like a lumberjack in a commercial is like a model for some reason. You're like, this is not the grizzly look we're going for. <laughs> unless it's like for Geico. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, okay. I get it. Every farmer has shiny white teeth for some reason. Well, I, I, I think too, it's like, you know that thing when you wear your hair curly for like a month and then you straighten and everyone's like, I love your hair straight. And then you wear your hair straight for a month and you curl and everyone's like, I love your hair curly. It's like sometimes you just need some like a different energy or a different vibe and I think that when we go back to our places we bring this LA energy and it's kind of like I don't know makes us gives us a different appeal than just someone who's just caught up in the jersey or the Toronto grind okay Stand out a little bit without even knowing it. You're glowing in a way. There's something about you. See, this is where my LA comes out. I'm I'm a I'm a boho guido. I'm a little I'm Jersey and I'm LA. How wait? How long have you been here for? Mm, About ten years. Okay, almost same as me. I've been no. I'm closer to eleven. I would say. I think I'm actually kind of on the mark of eleven. But I will say this: I have noticed a change in me from living here for so long and being surrounded by the people I've been surrounded by. And I've been lucky that a lot of my friends from Toronto moved here. So I got to have that part of home with me, but they've also changed. And I think it, it might've happened no matter where I was because of my age. I felt in my thirties. Now I'm like definitely becoming the person I'm going to be and then I'll just try to heighten on that as the years go by mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and then who knows what happens later on this is like a guess mm-hmm. I'm making mm-hmm. <laughs> based on other people I've seen um but I think if I had stayed in Toronto I don't know if I would have liked the way I was gonna turn out I based on so. the direction I was going I'm glad I'm glad I moved to you know what I mean but I'm glad now I can be uh in, I'm at a part in my point in my life where I can 
spend more time back there, come back here, you know, mm-hmm, do a little mm-hmm. both. Because I am both. I am both. And I'm happy my family's it. there. Yeah. It's nice to go see them. It's nice to go see my mm-hmm. amazing friends in Toronto. It's like, I love them so much. Yes, me too. And if I had it my way, they'd all be down here with me. You know what I mean? But it's like, it is nice to have a sense of home when you go home. If they were all here with me, Toronto might not feel like home right. anymore. And it's not just you know? looks-wise, it's... You know, here you do a movie and it's like, oh, you were only in one movie. <laughs> and then there you do a movie and it's like, yes! you were in a movie. Oh, this my God. This is my cousin. She was in a movie. I mean, you're a friggin' star. You yeah. do one commercial, it's, it's you're a star. It's Big Fish, Little Pond, yeah. possibly just Puddle. Right. So it feels really, I mean, my in my family, they had, threw me a little welcome home party because it was the first time in three years I went oh, home this summer. Oh, of course. Because of COVID yes. and everything. And they got star balloons because I'm the the star of the I mean that's so sweet nobody gives a crap about that here no we've all we've all they're like when we've all done something here Santina I think you're fantastic and it means nothing unfortunately I'm so (laughs) sorry (laughs) I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I can't give you anything except to be a guest on this podcast and uh, even that you're really doing me a favor (laughs) (laughs) thank you for accommodating me and the equipment I really appreciate it and offering me delicious tea what kind by the way I didn't ask I didn't even ask the flavors that were being offered to me you want Okay, so big tea head. You said people would catch you drinking tea, but is it just one kind? Like some people, it's only green tea and some people only chamomile tea, which does put me to sleep. I'm not going to lie. I arrange my teas like my weed, basically. Okay, so let me explain. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. So morning tea is black tea. That's like a sativa, right? That's going to give you a little bit of energy. Yes. Uh, Midway through the day tea, so right now, is like a green or a white tea that keeps you going. Bit a of a hybrid, edge. yeah. And depending on are we early afternoon, that's a sativa dominic hybrid. Are we later afternoon, that's a um, that's a uh, indica dominant. Are we? Er- what are we right now? Are we early or are we? This late? is early. Two p.m. is we're still early. Is okay, like great. a green tea dominant. I'm calling three o'clock. Hybrid. That's where I call the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, I would say between three and four, depending that's what on I'm what saying. the rest of your night looks like. Yeah. And then at night we're doing herbal teas, which is your indicas <laughs> that's the way they're all wow. herbs they're all herbs so very good Sandina. very calculated mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and now here's a bold question that only i would dare ask okay do you drink coffee <laughs> I, do, I don't drink coffee or alcohol really so just the tea so am i a bad girl or am i a good girl you figure it out you know what i'm gonna say this i don't think caffeine has anything to do with it but w- and in terms of alcohol I don't think it has anything to do with it either. <laughs> what attitude are you walking around with? That's what I want to well, know. Well, because I'm at a party. Are you being a bad girl and are you being like, but are you being bad and sober? Are you being like, shame on you? That's bad, Santina. Don't no, shame people. I don't shame anybody. I don't shame. But I mean, well, I probably do, but I'm not trying to right now. But like last night I went to a party and I, am I a nerd because I brought tea? Or am I a cool girl because I was smoking a joint in the corner? Uh, we don't know. Touche. We don't, this is what I'm saying. We don't know. See, because the tea to me... Now, is it a cool iced tea? Is it an? Are we showing an Arizona tea where no, you're going I, like you can't stop me type of tea? It's too big of a can to go unnoticed. No, I brought a chamomile tea. Wow, <laughs> that's a huge move. Well, I don't want to drink. <laughs> no, I get it. Even, Find something you like and drink it. That is yeah, key. It's I totally warm. understand I was outside. it. I totally understand <laughs> it. I th- I love it. I think it's a huge power play. <laughs> I completely love it. And it's bold because you're saying to an entire party, you have nothing to offer me. <laughs> but then you smoke a joint. Now, was this a communal joint where other people watching? Was everyone a part yeah. of this? Okay. So we're back to high school. Where yeah. you're fitting in. Except, I was fitting in, Except yeah. you being you is bringing the tea. Now you have been accepted as Santina. Yes. Santina. Hey, thank you for noticing because no wow. one ever does. And I always have to point it out. Yes. Santina. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> this is huge for me. I'm learning so much. I started learning about you from the second I walked in here. <laughs> and I'm continuing to learn about you because I've known you for years. But, yeah. you know, the casual around the theater way right. that we all know each other. Ran into you at the opening and I was immediately, I was like, Santina, yes, of course. It all makes sense. It's <laughs> fallen into place. Sometimes it's a bit of a see something, say something. You got to yeah. just proximity. You got to see someone and be like, yes, of course. I can't believe I didn't piece that together myself sooner. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Okay, Santina. In the spirit of getting to know each other, what's something I don't know about you that either A, you think I could find of interest, or B, I would be surprised by, or C, I won't care about? 
there's two things people are always the most surprised about okay. when they've known me for a few years. Okay. One, I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh my God. <laughs> I, okay, yes. We, tell, okay. Do you want to talk about that first or do you want to tell me the second one? Well, the second one's kind of a bummer, so I'll tell you that one and then we can go back to the... I love it. But it's an interesting bummer. In middle school, totally independent of my car accident, had nothing to do with my first injury, I acquired a brain tumor from the water that had to be removed and then again removed two years later. Oh my God. Can you get a break, please? I know. Are you fucking kidding me? And it's so funny because that's a lot of people's biggest trauma. They would might lead with that. And for me, you could know me for years and be like braiding my hair or something and be like, what is this scar? And then I'm like, oh, that's my brain tumor. And some of my closest friends are like, excuse me, you're what? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, ugh, please. That's like my C story. Not Not even. You know, you know. I think it's okay if we're talking good and bad girls. I think it's badass to make that your C story. <laughs> it's just I think that's cool as hell. It's. I mean, it's not that it was not easy. Believe me, they had to cut through neck muscle. Yeah, it doesn't and all. sound easy, Santina. It sucked, but um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, I get it. Hey, we're here. We're here. We've made it to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I first well we don't have to talk about this more. I just wait. What age were you? Middle school. So that so that's like what twelve, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen and Damn. then fifteen. Oh my god. Okay, I just needed. I just wanted to know the age. Yeah. Wow, that's a nightmare. It was crazy. It, and the whole glad town, you got out. There it, we go. It's uh, Danny DeVito just bought the the movie rights for the book about the cancer cluster that was in my town, Tom's River, New Jersey. Some people might remember this. Uh, thank God my tumor was benign, so I didn't actually get cancer from it knock yeah. on wood I yes knock, knock on wood, on wood. i gone. knock on wood all the time but uh, about, i would knock on wood about everything it's over it's, it's so in the stupid. past and yeah. it's like but still so stupid but uh but i did get the tumor and then it was again removed uh two years later because a piece of it was left behind when they removed it and okay, that piece yeah. started growing again of course that's how it works so if wow. you ever that movie malignant that movie is like so scary to me because that's like what it was but luckily I've, my version would be benign and that would be like the PG girl that movie was scary to me and I cruise <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm cruising through bypassing things so that's that so okay that so was that's that, that but Great. it was it is a surprising fact right thank and you then, for telling me that sure and then the who wants let's to be a millionaire let's go back okay more fun let's talk about who wants to be a millionaire okay what, it was it more fun or what what was the experience that's what I want to know yeah it was fun because you know I had I had always wanted to be on TV my whole life and this How was old my are we? first I was in my early 20s wow and it was my first time on network television I got to sit in the hot seat across from Meredith Vieira that was the host at the time it was yeah. the daytime it was pop culture week because I wouldn't dare try to answer science or history questions Good for you. on TV don't be a fool um, so we're talking like, you know, if you multiply the number of Brady Bunch kids by the number of Partridge Family kids, what do you get? Stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I had a Duh. Bruce Springsteen question. I had a Three Tenors question. I mean, they were hitting all my sweet spots, the Jersey and the Italian and all of that. No 90210 questions, which would have been another one of my Bummer. sweet spots. Literally why I moved to LA to try to live that dream. No, I... Me too. I literally, when I moved here, I was like, wow, uh, LA is exactly like 90210 because I was living out by the Grove and I was like, this is exactly like what I saw on TV. I, <laughs> and I loved every second of it. I called my mom into the, my room watching 90210 when I was little and I said, mom, what is that place? Can I live? Can I oh my go God. there? Can I live there? And she's of like, course. yeah, it's real. You I mean, can. it was too late for me. Obviously, I missed all the high school experiences. Well, I didn't go to high school here. I missed it too. Yeah. But, but we're I, living it now. But I was excited to know that the place was real. And, oh, here's a fun fact. Luke Perry, love of my life, visited me in the hospital about a year before he died. Best day of my life. Wow. Best day of my life. That is intense. Ugh, best day of my life. In the hospital. Wow. Anyway. Better than Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. Okay. Better than anything. I've been in I, several I agree. M- movies since then and done very cool things since then. It's still the wallpaper on my phone. Yeah. How can it not be? Best day of my life. He is something else. Dream. We you watch Riverdale? Not really. Okay. I watched for him and then he passed and then it was exactly. over. Exactly. That's I, what I did. I did the exact you, same right? thing. Okay. Let's keep, let's move let's fast. Move we fast, don't want to, we don't want a bummer here. Yeah. We don't want another bummer because bless. Okay. You, you met him. 
we got it. We got it. it was we great. got it. He's everything you wanted. Fantastic. To be We've got the screenshot. Okay. Who wants to be a millionaire? How far did you get? How does it even work? I don't remember. Did you call somebody? What happened? <laughs> I call, yes, I called my uh, uncle's partner, RJ, and my mom was at his house too at the time strategically. So I had two sort of phone of friends Genius. at the same place. My two pop culture uh, gurus in my life, my mom Genius. and my uncle my uncle's longtime partner, RJ. Um, and they did help me with the question. They got it right. So that was a good help. Uh, I, I, as, I quit at the $25,000 question. And it pisses me off because it was a question about Arrested Development, which is a show that now I have since watched and loved. But at the time, I hadn't seen it yet. It's all right. It's all right. That, it was yeah, fun. It was yeah. fun. Wait, do you, you don't remember the question, do you? Yeah, it was like, who did George Bluth Sr. build houses with? Out of like... Um, Mussolini, Hitler, and someone and someone. And if you've seen the show, you'll know the answer. <laughs> the $25,000 question answer awaits. <laughs> uh, okay, wow. That is, those are two fantastic facts. I want to think of something I should tell you. I just don't know why. I don't have anything. Oh, all right. Uh, do I? Have I done? Oh, this is funny. <laughs> this is not I don't know what this is, but I um I did the lip syncing on That's My Jam and I was really giving it my all and I was supposed to be the silly one that they were impersonating. I didn't think it was going to air and it did. And ah! let's just say a couple of my high school friends reached out. <laughs> We've oh got God. some fans of the show. So that's my closest who wants to be a millionaire experience. It was fun. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would panic. It doesn't sound fun to me at all. Uh, because I would be, I just, you know, I think I know things and then wouldn't you know it, I just don't. I want to be on game <laughs> shows all the time. Okay, I, what would be the dream. dream? Name a few. Um, well, I'd love to be on Celebrity Jeopardy because the questions are always a little bit easier. And, I'm, and it would I'm, mean you were a celebrity. I, I, well, this is the thing. I think, maybe I'm wrong, maybe, I, maybe I'm, no. See, the problem with game shows is they don't want to put people, um, on as contestants who are sort of actors or actors mm -hmm. unless it's the celebrity version. So now I'm in this stupid, weird purgatory. You, you got to wait it out. Where I either have to get way more famous or I have to get way let just do nothing for a few years. <gasps> wait a minute. I was on Fake Price is Right. I'll be on any of those. Were you, have you ever gone to a studio taping? Um, for a game show? Like where you can be picked, I mean. No, because I hate waiting. Me too. And those things are all day. Yeah, they are. And I got to and do. There's like no crafty for us because we're in the audience. I got to be. It was a bit for Conan where part of it is that I was in, thought I was on The Price is Right. And I was like in his studio. And then they were like, The Price is Right is that way. And I was like, Okay. And so it's like me getting in a lift, screaming, going to The Price is Right. <laughs> and in between takes, I got to run down the aisle. Like <gasps> they called me. I run down the aisle. I run up to the podium and I bid $1. So. I have been on a fake game show. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> that is my best. Okay, great. And it was amazing. So you're right. Game shows are really fun. You know what I would love to be on? Like $25,000 pyramid. I am so good at giving clues and guessing clues in that What's setting. that? I don't know it's that like one. The kind Wait, of is that the LeBron one? No, that's the... That's... I don't know who's hosting it these days. Maybe Strahan? But it's like, you, you know, it's basically like... Um, uh, what's that thing where you have to pass the catchphrase it's kind of like that oh, okay. type of a game where you have to give clues and then the person has to guess i'm really good at, at giving clues and getting clues i okay these are my kind of games like celebrity like what have you yes. now here's what i want to know oh this is a great here's those. a self-esteem party question for okay. you how we talked about validation earlier uh -huh. and needing the laughs and this and that mm -hmm. as like performers and everything like that something i sometimes find i lack in comedy is i'm like wait am i smart like, I'll be like, am I smart or am I just like, do I just say things in a funny way? Right. Um, and when it is guessing games or something that, like, you have to, like, put, like you said, put together clues and stuff like that and I get it right, I, I walk away feeling like a million bucks. A yeah. 10 out of 10 on the scale because I'm like, <laughs> look, Alana, you know things. You retain information. But it has to be through a game for me to express it. I can't just, like, tell you a fact <laughs> because I'm always like, wait, did I read that? I, do I even read? <laughs> These are the hard-hitting questions. Well, so how does it make you feel? I mean, yeah, great. Sometimes I'll be watching Jeopardy and I'll say the answer and then I'm like, how the hell did I know that? Do you watch it every day? 
I go through phases. Yeah. Yeah. Phases okay. That's where I watch it every day. I go, it's scheduling phases for me. Like, I'm never going to tape it, but if it's on, maybe I'll give a little sneak peek. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do, no, I do have it set on my DVR. So oh. it records, but then it's, like, only save seven. So they're, you know, if I get into, like, a bit of binge one day, I'll watch them. But I'm not, I don't have, like, 400 saved on my, why do I still have a DVR? Because <laughs> I like... <laughs> You don't want to do the apps. I like to watch. No, I have all the apps too. I like to watch sometimes things like Lifetime movies when they're going to be on. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think there's something nostalgic sometimes about watching TV. I just like the feeling sometimes. Have you ever been in a Lifetime movie? (laughs) No. I would die to be. I want to be on one so bad. I would love to be. Okay. Well, you're from Canada, so you really. I should totally be in one. A movie of the week. Yeah. I want to do one so Okay, let's. Let's see some of your acting from this Lifetime movie. Here's the movie. The woman has the husband, and she thinks he's cheating, so she goes to cheat on him um, as revenge, and then that guy becomes obsessed with her and starts stalking her and then ends up killing the husband and the lover and so that he can have the wife. And he thinks he's doing her a favor, but she's like, oh, I don't even want to be in this. But it's a lot softer. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, wait, that, wait, because that is, a, the Lifetime aren't always I mean, feel-good ones. Some of them are like, there is a murderer or no, stalker. No, I like, like the murder ones. Me I'm not, too. Not Hallmark, Lifetime. Not Hallmark, Lifetime. Okay. Yes, I you thought got I, it. I thought you I got, got it. it right. Okay, because I was like, wait, am I am I missing the romance? No. Did I go no. too hard? No. Okay, great. So let's, I, I, what are you going to do for it? What am I going to do? Okay. <laughs> You've taken it too far, John. What do you mean? <sighs> Listen, I was supposed to be in control here, okay? This was my revenge. I did it for you. I never asked you to. Okay, I'm sorry. It's over, okay? It's over. Just get out of my life. We're done. No. I'm not asking you. What do you not understand about this? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Stop. Stop. What are you doing? Put that down. No! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you just faked your own murder. Look at you go. <laughs> just so you know, my character was standing there the whole time. Um, he was wearing just a robe that was open, so it was a little crass on and my And the end. boom mic is in the shot. And the boom <laughs> mic is in the shot. So, yeah, guys, that's why this one didn't air. Wow, Santina, that was really intense. I Do you like that my time. character just um, didn't really offer much? <laughs> Yeah, I did. Because there's always a couple in there always, that aren't. Yeah, <laughs> There's always a few people that you're going, yikes, how did you get cast in this one over me? Well, I mean, I haven't auditioned for one Lifetime movie. Oh my God, me neither. But I love them and... How good does it... How good does it feel when you book a gig versus when you don't? How affected are you when you don't? Do you take it personally? No. Do you feel like it's just a crapshoot? Like, if we're talking self-esteem, give me a number of how, a percentage, let's do a percentage of how much you are affected by the outcome of the opportunities you have. A percent. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I think if, if it's a show that I already love and I get an audition for it, that's those are the ones I want the most. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I just want to spend a few days hanging out with the cast or the totally. right and be like, oh, I was on blah blah blah, right? Yes. So those hurt hit me harder. But if I don't get a part, uh, most of the time, I feel like okay, then I just wasn't the exact thing they were looking for. You know, I wasn't the thing. I don't take it super personally. I I don't, when I do an audition, very rarely do I follow up with my agent or even think about it. Mm-hmm. Unless, like I said, it was for something I was like, I love that role. I love that part. I love that show already. Yeah. But I don't know, percentage-wise, I, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is. Again, it would depend on my cycle. But I think you've got the right attitude. But yeah, it's like it's, it's most of the time it's really not that personal. And if it is, all right, I'm not everyone's cup of santee. <laughs> Recently <laughs> I didn't get a part because they wanted they went with someone older. They okay. wanted someone who looked older. And I was like, "Well, that's a compliment." Okay. You know what I mean? That is a huge compliment. Uh, so, take it and run. So take it. You just take it. But um but then there was a part recently that I had to 
turn down because of a scheduling conflict. Oh, no. And I'm still devastated because I didn't get any. They were like, okay, we'll see if we can get you in some other way. I haven't heard anything since. I feel like I really blew it. And I feel like I ended my career with this one. What? No. Scheduling conflict. You're this is what you're going through right now. You're carrying this around, Santina. Yes. Yeah, they all and it was an all it was could an you offer. have ended your career because come I on, I should have. Oh, god, I still feel like I should have just ah! I just, feel so like and, and I'm not hearing back from like I've, I've tried to talk to my agent about it and I haven't heard back from him in a few weeks. And wow. now I'm like, oh my god, he's mad at me. You know, I'm like spiraling a little bit. I am, yeah, okay, that's okay, yeah. I would too. Sometimes when I feel like if I've made somebody mad or whatever, I'm like, mm-hmm. I clearly made the mistake because they weren't mad at me a day ago. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, something changed. But if you had a conflict, you had a conflict. And he could be busy. He might not even be mad. But, you know, I'm doing that thing where I'm imagining that. The worst case scenario. Yes. I'm, and yeah. I'm trying not to. So what's the worst if he's mad at you? What? He drops you? I guess. And yeah. then what? Yeah, I then you know how hard it is. I, I don't want to talk about L- agency stuff. It's too. We LA. don't have to. But it's how? Just ins- how how hard it is to it, it was find like, good people yeah, to work with to to get to be to find an That's, agent. Yeah, when people move to LA and they ask me for advice or friends or like I'm thinking of you know starting a career in acting. How do I get an agent? I'm like, <laughs> that is not a friggin' one word answer. Like there is no. It's not like you go to the Seven Eleven, you turn left, then you go. I mean, it's 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 the woods, girl. You go to that Seven Eleven and turn left, you're gonna find yourself at the USPS, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you're gonna get your agent. Yeah, yeah, that's where you're gonna want to put yourself. In the a one box that started in the mailroom at the company yeah. and worked their way up. Right. Okay, it's okay to spiral. We all have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I think worst case scenario and. Um, I have to flip it to say, instead of this is what's going to happen, I have to go, what's the worst that can happen in that tone? Like, I have to flip the way I'm saying it. It's easy to say it to someone else easier than it is to say it to yourself, right? You know what, though? If you, you can, you can say that, it's just the difference is the amount of time in between that it takes. Exactly. So it's like, I do think you can say that. I don't think it's like, you know, easy said, easy done. And wait, is that the phrase? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. See, this is the catchphrase game. Okay, you're good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. E- yeah. I mean, easier but said than done. Easier said than done. Phrase, okay. Thank close. you so much. Yeah. Um, but it is like, you know, something you can do. You might say you and I talked again in three months. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, Oh no, I talked to them. It was totally fine. Right. Exactly. Or you'd be like, Oh no, he dropped me, and then I got signed by this other person. Or Oh no, he dropped me, and I don't have anyone right now. And mm-hmm. look, you and I are on the same show. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yes, look at us. We are on the same show. It doesn't matter the outcome. Look, we can always wind up here and have a whatever attitude about it. But I agree with what you're saying. Sometimes you got to let it simmer for a second. Let me ask so, you, Sometimes you got to say it. Let me ask you this. How yeah. are you with jealousy among your peers, among like the the usual suspects? Do you have certain people that... You know what? I do. I do. You and, do, right? But it's in kind of... A, not a weird way, but it's in the way where I'm like, I I want to be doing what they're doing, not necessarily replacing them, but also doing it with them. Because I'm like, yes, but you're so fun and funny. Mm-hmm. And you make everyone around you look fun and funny. And imagine if I got to be, because so many projects and people we know get, we all get to work with. Our, I mean, I have, you have. We all get to work with our friends. Those are always, not always, but usually the funniest projects because you know everyone in it is funny. And that's not any type of offense to someone who you don't know auditioning for something and booking it, you can always be surprised, but it's like you're going to have more fun because you already know these people. So it's easy to find a rhythm with them. So I get jealous of gigs somebody has and then I immediately will be like, yeah, I wish I was there, but also you as well. Like I don't want to replace you. <laughs> I wish nice. I wish it could be, like 
like bridesmaid. I wish all five of us could do yes. it. Do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, totally. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not like I'm saying I want to be Kristen Wiig or I want to be Maya Rudolph or I want to whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's all of us be able to do it. But mm-hmm. it is still starts as jealousy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say this isn't me trying to be like doesn't affect me. I'm like, no, no, no. That's always how it starts. It's just it doesn't stay that because you make the realization very quickly that you're like, yeah, jobs for all. That's going to make it way better. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get a job and then everyone else around me fucking sucks. Then the show gets canceled. I'm not, maybe I'm not enough. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it needed to be a full ensemble. Like, look at The Office. One's not enough. No. You know what I mean? We all latched on to different people. So mm-hmm. it's like, it, if it wasn't the ensemble, who knows what would have happened. And not only that, but do you find that you latch on to a different person every time you watch, rewatch, do a rewatch? I don't know if you do rewatches. Uh, you know, I am such a creature of habit. I tend to latch and stay where I've latched. Okay. See, I, I don't. I When I do a rewatch, very often I'll be like, you know what? I'm really connecting with you know, Dwight this time. Whereas my first watch, I was like, too much. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Dwight is hilarious. Okay. Yeah. I I will switch A growing appreciation for a show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's always an expansion. It's, it's never like someone I loved. I don't love anymore. It's always like a, in addition to add on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get like really jealous? Like what, what happens with you? Yeah, sometimes I do. Sure. And I'm really... Don't make a cringe face. I admit it too. I know, but I feel like I'm working on it. Yeah. But I also feel like um, there's a dichotomy within me as well where there is a part of me that wants to also see, you know, these people succeed. But I can definitely be happier for other people when I'm doing well. Okay, Yes. You know. Um, so it's essentially using jealousy uh, as motivation to be able to celebrate everybody around you. You're jealous about somebody, makes you work hard. I, I've this is I've seen it happen. You're jealous, makes you work harder to get your own thing, and then you can truly be happy for someone else because you're like, oh, no, I was busy doing this anyway. So it's like, yes, of course. Yeah. I get it. I, Nasty I, place to start, great place to land. Yeah, that's true because I, I don't want to be jealous. But also, you know, now I think – Women were in a much better place. I think women, in my particular instance, women with disabilities and actors with disabilities are in mm-hmm. a little bit of a better place. There's still a long way to go. Very but long way to go. Many years ago, it was like we were all competing for the one to three roles that would be written each year for yeah. someone in a Jeez. wheelchair. Oh and so God. it would just be like, you would be like, oh, you go to an audition and see you know, the usual suspects and be like, oh God, here we go. We got to choose one of us. And it sucks because I don't want to be fighting against people. I want to be, you know, excited for them, celebrating them, welcoming them, working with them, giving them jobs. You know, if I can't do something, recommending them, whatever. Yes. Uh, And now as I get older and as the industry gets more inclusive and as women are, you know, being written for more um, and supported more. But I don't know. I feel like there was an attitude among women, you know, maybe 10 years ago where it was like more competitive. And now it's more like, no, you're not going to do that to us. I don't feel like people are competing with me. That's why the jealousy immediately turns into a me as well, please. Because I don't, and maybe people are, they're not giving me attitude about it. I'm, that's all I'm, or okay. they either don't see me as a threat. They used to though. Like when I first got here, I was met with a couple bad attitudes without a doubt. I was the new girl. Yeah. People were threatened by that. Right, right. Then very quickly you're like, oh, this person, you know, or who knows? Well, you're I'm nice. I'm making the assumption is that people are like, oh, she's nice and she just wants to have fun with all of us. Yes. And let's all play together and she's not here to step on anybody in any way I was not aggressive but very um direct and forward with what I wanted and getting it but I certainly didn't need to push anybody out of my way to do so and I don't believe you necessarily have to it works for some people I don't think it works for me it's an it's a nasty color I don't it doesn't yeah look good I hate it I don't want to ever feel like that and uh but I definitely have a little jealous demon that 
tries Absolutely. to, you know, wants we were to bred to turn my, against yeah. each other. And I have to just be like, nope, you are not, not no. feeding you. I'm not feeding you. Now, here's a yeah. question I have for you about this your, just me being honest. I, I know. I really, sorry. I know. Don't say okay. sorry. I appreciate you saying this. It's really hard to admit jealousy because it's, I'm going to say it quite embarrassing. Cause I'm like, what am I fucking five? I you know. know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you have candy. I want candy. Like, <laughs> I know. It, you know what I mean? But it's like, it exists. We have to find a way to work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only way. Right. You know what I mean? Or else we're not going to get past it at all. And if it rears its ugly head sometimes. Guess what, Santina? We also all went through a pandemic together where work stopped for a very long time. Some change came out of it. But boy, you know, it's still moving quite slowly. Well, guess so- who got the most work of her life done during that pandemic? me wow and you want to know why yeah i'd love to know why yes what we're talking about right now there was no jealousy or fomo of what are other people doing what where should i be right now it's friday should i be oh my god making plans it's saturday night should i be out no if i was still writing and it was seven eight o'clock on a friday night great i'm still writing like i didn't have all of this distraction yes all these distractions in my head about what's going on with other people and it also goes back to what we talked about in the beginning of the pod about me seeking outside validation you know from instagram or friggin whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or than audience and i didn't nobody was really doing that and i was was able to just focus on myself yeah and it was uh, i mean i did not love the pandemic it was unfortunate and i'm i hate it that it happened but i did i think make do the most that I could with it and made, you know, made it work for me. I think that's absolutely fantastic that you were able to take time to focus on yeah. you and place value on you. And I'm trying to still do that. And I yeah. do it sometimes, but it's hard. Shows are back. You know, it's we want to see yeah. friends. We're, yes. we're back and people are working now. The lot has opened up and stuff yeah. like that. So we, we can go right back to the way it was or we can make a choice to be like, wait a second, when I cared a little less, I booked a little more. Mm-hmm. And right? I got more done. I'll say this. I definitely feel the freest I've ever been in my life. That's great. <laughs> I I feel like I it's it's from a sad place if I have nothing to lose, but it's <laughs> it's leading me to a great place. And as long as you get there, who fucking cares how? It's you know what I mean? I'm like, great. What what's what's the worst that can happen? Full circle. Here we go. We fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate asking that question because I, you know, I was in a car accident. I've had a brain tumor. I totally I do get not it. like to tempt fate with that question. And you don't I'll have be to. Honest. Shall I knock on wood? Please do. I've knocked on wood. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah. This is what I'm going to say. Okay. What's the best that can happen? That's the way you're supposed to Anything. do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anything is the best that can happen. <laughs> We're spinning it. Yeah. That's what, you know, I actually, when I was going to a surgery a few years ago mm-hmm. this uh therapist came into the room to talk because i was like oh, freaking out and of what course, if this and what yeah. if that and what if you know what if the anesthesia he gives me too much they give me too much anesthesia and i don't wake up and what if the surgery doesn't work and and he did this really cool thing with me which was okay yeah what if all of that now let's just talk about what if and tell me some of the best case scenarios the real ones not what if i wake up and a unicorn is there and you yeah, know yeah. It blesses me and i stand up and walk out of the room what is and we've all wanted to be blessed by a unicorn of course (laughs) what are the what are the realistic best case scenario what ifs and then I said okay what if the surgery goes well and I wake up and then I'm on the path to recovery and I'm home by you know new year's whatever what if this what if that and that reframing it did help just thinking about the positive what ifs did help did did everything turn out? Yeah, you great. Okay? Everything okay, turned great. out. Actually, <laughs> Sorry, I, I hesitated to ask that, but I was like, well, I have to know, but maybe no. I should wait till we're done recording. <laughs> I was great. And uh, the the best case, what if, even the better, better than my best case, what if happened because they ended up putting me in some celebrity suite at Cedars. I had the biggest hospital room I'd ever Whoa. seen. I was across from someone from, from Vanderpump Rules, which I hadn't, didn't watch, but my mom did. So she was like looking out the door at all the time, like watching these. It was like, uh, I had several celebrities come visit me in the hospital that time, which was like not important, but fun for me. And um, 
I had uh, uh, Luke Perry was one of them. Okay, I, mean, I thought so. That might as well. That was my unicorn visiting me. Are you kidding? I, you know, that was the thing. So uh, to be honest, my best case scenario that I uh, talked about wasn't even the best thing that happened. So it was a great exercise. I recommend it for all you negative whatifers out there. You know what? Which includes me. Santina, you have truly brought us full circle. Your life began as a celebrity and <laughs> this podcast will end as such. As well. Santina, you started the podcast at a seven, which we both found to be a reasonable, pleasant number. We talked about a lot of things. How are you feeling now? Up, down, samesies? I feel a little up. Yeah. yeah. I- I'm feeling very fortunate to have learned all this stuff, especially VIP information that I asked for, <laughs> that I int- uh, that I was very intrusive about. I-, I feel great. I feel like how fucking lovely to like almost like – re-meet you well you, you know, know what I mean like yeah. it's like it's like I'm it's like I met you and it was one of those things where you zone in I've talked about this before you zone in at somebody at a party mm-hmm. and you have that connection and you're like holy shit we talked for an hour and a half my my ride's leaving I gotta go this was <laughs> fucking cool as hell yeah I feel like it was that like I knew you but now I know you right oh my god that's what Luke Perry said to me he said, <gasps> now I know you okay he said it like that, that which is I'm done haunting <laughs> I'm but I, done. Well, I do have to say because this is important it's like when you when I sit here and talk about my car accident and my tumor and all of that, yeah. and then I talk about I haven't I think my agent is mad at me. It really puts things in perspective a little bit, doesn't it? But also, it doesn't make it any less real. You know, like sometimes my what my therapist says, which I love, is the circumstances are different, but the feeling is the same. Which you know mm-hmm. is true. But when you remind yourself that you've survived such things. It does feel silly to be like, well, I missed one job, right? You know, it's okay to care on the day. It's okay to care for a few days. But at some point, it's great if you can turn it around and be like, okay. We yeah. can set that aside now. Because if you have your health, that yeah, that's what I mean. It, but one. I, I want and to validate everything that you're feeling, the job that we had just talked, the sure. scheduling conflict we had just talked about. That is valid because you also can't every second of your life be like, could have died in that accident. You right. also can't think like no, that. No, 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 no. So no. it's like, I think you have found a happy <laughs> medium here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, and listen. May we all knock on wood? Why not? Let's have some fun. You know what I mean? It creates a fun beat. If you want to do it, let's do it. Let's think of the beat, shall we? Santina, what an absolute treat. And uh, let's see these teas. Okay. Santina. (laughs) Believe in yourself.